0: No longer in Apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to the 125th episode of the podcast. Originally, this was going to be a Q&A, but exams, school got busy, and I obviously have to talk about UNC Women's Soccer. They had a heartbreaking loss in the National Championship last night, so not only am I going to recap that game, I'll recap the Final Four as a whole and look forward to next year for what this team is potentially going to look like, but just to start off, guys, I mean, devastated is the word heartbroken this is the toughest loss i've experienced as a fan of any sport any team and i was originally going to do this podcast last night but i i couldn't i was upset i was so sad i've been following this team all season starting and even last season uh i mean i've interviewed a lot of these players uh they've all, i mean i've interacted with a couple of them like outside of uh, the game and they're all super nice and I just can't imagine what it feels like for them and what that locker room was like because having a 2-0 lead with 10 minutes to go I mean 16 seconds away from a national championship that is a tough pill to swallow so it sucks as a fan but I can't imagine what it's like as a player um but I I want to start by saying how proud I am of this team and how hard they fought and played all season with their two best players out, Macy Bell being out for pretty much the entire season, Sam Meza not even being able to play in the NCAA tournament, being down your two best players and being that close to a national championship is a huge accomplishment, to be honest, looking at this roster, any team with two of their best players down should never be in a national championship game with a chance to win it, so it's incredible that this team with the depth and talent that they have and their cohesion as a group that they made it this far. I'm I'm proud of them and I know they're going to bounce back stronger than ever but obviously we have to look at this game from a from an objective standpoint. I am pro UNC obviously, but I'm really going to do my best to not be uber one-sided and look at this from the game of soccer. So let's get right into it. Now let's start with how UNC got here. First off beat Notre Dame in the Elite 8, 2 to 0, and then they Beat Florida State in the semifinals. This is a team that's had their number in, in the past years. They obviously beat them in the ACC Championship 2 to 1, but uh, starting off with going up 3 0, a goal from Allie Gambone, PK from Tori Hansen, and then a great cross from Emily Moxley to find the head of Julia Dorsey, who flicked it on to the right uh, side of the goal. A fantastic goal there. Uh, Dorsey's first goal of the season and cannot have come at a better time because Florida State came storming back, scored two goals, made it really close of uh, a UNC was able to escape carry on Friday night with a win. And that set up a championship matchup, a rematch with UCLA who beat them earlier in the year 2 one as well. Uh, starting off with the game recap, Avery Patterson uh, was phenomenal on the night, had two goals, uh, a header in the 59th minute, off an assist from Emily Moxley, uh, a great header to the left side of the goal. And then, In the 75th minute, arguably a very different type of header. Both goals were so impressive, but Colton found her uh, in the box and a little header floater over the keeper pretty much. I mean, I I cannot say enough good things about Avery Patterson. This girl is going to be a national team player. She has that it factor, and I feel so bad for her especially because this was her moment, and she put up one of the best Championship performances in UNC history. A two-goal outing in the national championship, putting the offense on her back with two incredible goals, I feel for Avery so much because she's an incredible player. This team last year was in need of a goal scorer. She stepped up this year, was our top goal scorer all season long, our most consistent scorer. Uh, And when when we needed her last night, she stepped up. uh, And we should be talking about her today about how she had one of the best championship performances ever as a Tar Heel. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Where'd it go wrong? 80th minute free kick for UCLA right in front of the midfield. Puts the ball into the box. Hanson gets a header out, but uh, it was right to the top of the box. UCLA player shoots it, saved by Emmy Allen, but goes another rebound. Um, and Lexi Wright kind of gets to the ball first and and slots it in for a 2-1 uh, to cut the lead in half to make it 2-1. Then the goal that really decided it all—the corner kick from Ali Limos. Um, first off, this ball was going in, whether Ryland Turner heads it in or not. Um, this corner kick from a right-footed player from the right side of the field—it it's, it's, it was an incredible corner kick. The placement was superb. Uh, that it's so hard to do, and corner kicks were clearly our weakness this year, or especially in this tournament defensively. Uh, but uh, that tied it up with 16 seconds to go. I'll talk about. That play more in depth uh, in a bit. And then in, in overtime, uh, Mari Carmen uh, Reyes scored the game winner off a rebound that Emmy Allen could not fully corral in, and UNC was not able to get uh, another chance with, in, with the remaining 3 minutes and 20 seconds. And UCLA wins their second national title uh, in women's soccer history. Um, where to start, honestly? I will start with the big play. And then we'll start with where it really went wrong, because UNC, you could, there are two ways to look at it. It could be one play that really decided, or a string of things that led to that one play. Well, let's start with the corner kick, because this is the obvious talking point. I watched these replays about 50 to 100 times, and watching it back, yes, it is a foul, Number 15, whether she shoved her or hooked her arm or pushed her back, did something to prevent M- Emmy Allen from guarding her line, and by rule, that's a foul. Goalie has the highest priority in the box, and she clearly got pushed back into her own net, had no shot of, sh- of saving that corner kick, and if you go and review that play, maybe they call a foul. Now, however, from where the ref was standing... And with how fast that play happened, that is a really, really tough call to make. And in real time, I understand why they didn't make it. Does that mean that something like this should be reviewable in the future? Yes. It's 2022. We have the technology for it. We should be able to call games to the utmost accuracy, whether that's in real time or using replay. We should be able to use these tools to make the right calls. And... The right call clearly wasn't made because Emmy Allen got clearly pushed back into her own net, but that's a huge reason why UNC lost this game, but it's not the only reason because everything leading up to that, UNC did not put themselves in a great position and obviously the overtime period, UCLA was the better team. Um, Now, how do they get to this part, to that corner kick? Uh, after their second goal to go up 2-0, they got way too conservative. There are two options you can do. UCLA is obviously going to go all out attack. They have nothing to lose at that point. Everything on the line, push everyone up. You can either sit literally everyone back and play the way Duke played against us in the ACC tournament, or you have to keep your shape, trust your defense, and go get a third and really keep the pressure up and keep playing your style of soccer. UNC, Anson Dorrance admitted it in the postgame. They panicked. They stopped playing their brand of soccer. They weren't able to string passes. They were just kicking it upfield. And it's fine to do that in the last five minutes. But they were doing it for the last 10 minutes. And eventually, UCLA is going to find a couple breakthroughs. And they did. You know, if we're going to go five back, I really wish wish we would cave it in a little bit more. Um, But if not, I think we went five in the back from what it looked like. But uh, losing that offensive pressure and that pressure from up top and I mean, Maddie Darlene was exhausted. If you watch it, we had to put Emily Murphy in because she was that tired from from getting after it and trying to pressure up. But um, a little too conservative from the Tar Heels, gave UCLA a chance. And I think giving up the first goal is worse than the second goal. Giving up, the worst thing in soccer you can do is give up a goal to make it 2-1. to one. It gives the other team hope, gives them momentum, and it's scary. And we saw what happened because um, UCLA was obviously able to, to come back and they had enough time to do it. Um, I, another thing I saw people talking about, whether UNC should have wasted more time or anything, uh, UCLA got that corner kick with 40 seconds on the clock. They just spent 20 seconds setting up their, their pieces because they had the time to do so. They were going to get that corner kick no matter what. So I don't really like that as a reason for losing, but, uh, and then obviously a, a, an unlucky deflection off Patterson's back for a corner kick. That's really unlucky, but, um, it's really comes down to two things for me in the grand scheme of things. Going too conservative and running out of gas. In overtime, the team had nothing left in the tank. This is a team that, again, without two of their best players. And they were on their back foot the last 30 minutes of that game. And the center backs were tired. The strikers were tired. You could just tell that UCLA was running harder, running faster. They had that extra spark in them because of how they came back. And... You know, that's a game UCLA should win in overtime. And I really thought that UNC would be able to pull it together and maybe just force a PK shootout or even steal a goal. Um, But unfortunately, they weren't able to. And it really sucks because, and this is a fact, UNC was the better team in the first 90 minutes. In regulation, UNC played better. Their offense was better. They were stronger defensively. They played a more complete game. And to be honest, they deserve to win that game in regulation. And they had it. They were just 16 seconds away. And that's what hurts. They were one play away. So many little things that could have gone differently. but at the and, and that's the thing. You can look at it from looking at overtime, looking at the 15 minutes leading up uh, to UCLA's two goals. But sometimes it really just is just as simple as one final play to seal the deal. And we couldn't do it. Now, I think UCLA took it. I don't think UNC blew it. But there are definitely things UNC sh- should have and could have done better to prevent that from happening. So, overall, it's it's really unfortunate. But that's sports. The better team does not always win. All three times we played Florida State this year, Florida State was the better team. They outshot us 25-14 to 14 on Friday night. UNC just converted their chances. And last night, UNC was the better team. Dominated possession, more cohesive offensively. And those first eight minutes, it, it was all UNC. UCLA was not really putting putting many shots out there. But when the game got tight and the lights got bright, UCLA showed up and they made the winning plays. So there's a lot that goes into it with the missed call and the corner kick. Um, Overtime, not having much left in the tank and getting fully outplayed in overtime. But uh, it just sucks, especially because uh, following this team all year and seeing the injuries they had and seeing how well they played together down the stretch. They played so well. They played like the top team in the country the entire tournament against Florida State. Those goals they played phenomenally in those first eight minutes they played like the national champions. And that's the crazy thing is it's not about who's the better team. Again, it's about who plays better in the defining moments. And those last 10 minutes were the defining moments and UCLA was better. And, you know, I feel so bad for these girls because I can't imagine. I said this at the start of the episode, but can't imagine what that's like. But, um, I think it's it's fair to say that UNC definitely made their mishaps and had their mistakes, and but UCLA went out and won it. And they had an epic comeback. But, um, yeah, this one hurts a lot, guys. I know y'all listening, y'all UNC fans, uh, it's a tough one to swallow. But I'm going to say this right now. UNC is going to be back in this national championship game next year. Put a stamp on it. It's happening because, yes, we lose a lot of seniors. From, as of now, Julia Dorsey, Tori Hanson, Emily Moxley, both our CDMs and Libby Moore and Maggie Pierce, Isabel Cox, all gone. All seniors. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if this game changes some of their minds. And they want to run it back one more year. But even if all of them don't, Macy Bell coming back, one of the best defenders in the country. Coming back for her fifth year off of injury. Kaylee Hare, might have forgot about her. Freshman center back, filled in for Macy. She hurt her knee. In the first UCLA game, she'll be back. So we'll have both of our center backs back. We'll put Tessa back in at left back because I'm assuming we'll go back to four in the back. And now that I bring her name up, there's also one more thing that I have to talk about in regards to this game. Going to three in the back, I thought the whole final four, now she's a freshman. I don't want to get on her too much, but I thought Emerson Elgin had a really tough time. Uh, Florida State I thought Jody Brown was dominating her on that right side and she was a weak link in that three in the back and last night I thought she was a little better than the Florida State game but still I, I just thought she was not playing great compared to Torrey and Julia and I think one thing you have to think about is throw: do you throw Tessa in there Third team all ACC had a really good regular season not a great game in in against Florida State in the in the fi, in the final four game but i think that's something you have to look at from a coaching standpoint where if your left center back isn't holding up got to find another alternative especially with how tired they were i think Tessa would have been great honestly i that's the one thing i think is on the coaching staff uh you i think you have to put Tessa in there she's proven to be reliable i know she hadn't been in all I mean, all tournament pretty much, but I think with how Emerson was playing, I think that's something that they should have considered even with how thin we were at that center back spot. Uh, but regardless, uh, the defense will be just fine, uh, especially if with Macy Bell coming back, but, and uh, Sam Meza, she'll be back in the midfield and the underclassmen that are going to be up a year, with the gaining of experience, uh, we keep our key players pretty much. Avery Patterson will be a senior. Sam Meza will be a senior. Talia Della Pruda, who had a great tournament, she'll be a senior. Ali Sentner will be a redshirt sophomore. The sophomores will be juniors. An extra year of experience will help greatly for this team. And then the recruiting class. The number three overall recruit. Number six, number 10, number 12, number 18, and number 24. That is six top 25 players. So top recruiting class for UNC, these freshmen are going to come and make a huge impact just like they did this year. This team will be just fine. I think they're going to be better than they were this year. They're going to have so much talent and coming off this type of game, you already know they're going to want it more than anyone. Um so yeah, that's kind of my recap for this game. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to I want to talk about. I guess I'll talk about in the individual's performance. Avery Patterson, obviously, um, phenomenal game, a huge championship performance. Unfortunately, um, she won't be fully recognized or rewarded for that, uh, but she was the best player on the field. Uh, I thought Emily Moxley was great. She's shown how great of a passer she is uh, throughout her Carolina career. Uh, We're really going to miss her. I thought she was fantastic all season playing that right back spot, played right mid uh, which is her natural position in the 352 uh, I do think some other fourths had a tough time I thought Allie, uh, Isabel Maddie deline were uh, were compromised by that UCLA defense that was pretty pretty solid for a good part of the game um, I thought tally was great in the first half winning a lot of 50 50 balls uh, I thought the midfield uh, did a good job for the most part I thought Libby Moore had a really good game uh, I thought she was passing well out of that six spot. Um, Emily Colton had a really good assist. It was great to see her involved offensively. I thought Julia and Tori, uh, dealt with Lexi Wright and Ryland Turner so well until obviously, uh, the, the collapse at the end a bit and Emmy Allen had a really good game. I thought, I do think she needs to get work on her hands instead of letting rebounds go back out into the box. That's so dangerous from a defensive standpoint, but she had a really good tournament and I feel horrible for her too. because Obviously when you're the goalie you're gonna think it's your fault, but a lot of those a lot of those plays fall on the defense. Uh and obviously she probably wishes she could do something different on that corner kick, but um she's a retro freshman. She's got a lot of time to grow, and she's a darn good keeper. That's for sure. We are. We're gonna be just fine. UNC fans, I know it's been a rough a rough go, but um, since since Thanksgiving. We're gonna be a OK, and people are talking about how like it's the coach since uh, the curse since the Coach K win, but uh, we've won two national t- uh, two national championships, women's lacrosse, field hockey, respectively. Since the men's basketball final four, almost a third. We're gonna be a OK. Don't be deceived by football collapsing. That was not that great of a nine and one team. UNC basketball, they got to get their stuff together. Uh, not sure what's going on there, but. Um, a very fun season for women's soccer. I've loved covering them. Obviously, this is tough to make a podcast episode on this, but I feel obligated to do so and give my thoughts on the game because I have, I have just so many thoughts on them, and there's so many emotions from the fans and and the team. Um, but on behalf of, I mean, I'm really not on the behalf of anyone, just me. Uh, thank you to UNC women's soccer for a fantastic season. Um, so proud of them for. How well they did the season, and the fight they put up, and I know they're going to bounce back stronger uh, than ever. And congrats to UCLA; uh, they went out and took that game from us, and that's why I say I don't think UNC blew it. I think UNC took it. From, UCLA took it from us, and you got to give them props. Their best players shined when they needed to, and um, that'll that'll do it. Really, uh, man, jeez. <laughs> this is this was tough a very sad car ride back I'm sure y'all who everyone who was there the traffic was horrible um but overall a great final four um, so yeah that's really gonna do it for today's episode um geez trying to think of what to talk about next fancy football I'll try to get into obviously done with exams now so uh, talk basketball football if you want to give me any ideas let me know. Obviously, I wanted this 125 episode to be happy when I was going to save it for the national championship uh, with the chance that we'd win it. Um, so, yeah, really tough. Um, and, and everyone listening, like, it's a group effort as a team. You know, it's not one individual. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you're up 2-0 10 minutes to go. Uh, you got to win that game. You're up 2-1 with 30 seconds left defend one corner kick, got to defend the corner kick. It's really what it comes down to and unfortunately we're unable to close the deal uh, which which, which was a theme for us a little bit this season with the the almost collapse against Florida State in the previous game, up 2-0 against Virginia earlier in the season and giving up three goals in the second half. We've seen it happen before but that's something they'll have to shore up defensively. But uh, again, an incredible season and they're going to I know they're gonna be back in the championship game. Do not be surprised if they win it next year. Uh redemption year. It starts next season. Um but yeah, again, I had so much fun watching them. Um just absolutely stunned and shocked by what transpired last night. Um and man, it's been a rough go for for the Tar Heels, but we'll we'll be alright. Um on a very somber note, that's really gonna do it today for 125 unfiltered hope you enjoyed my analysis let me know on Instagram or Twitter uh jdol3 what you thought of the game I really I, I feel like I hit uh all the all the notes um for this game uh because really the first half nothing really happened and I feel like I went through everything the second half and uh and overtime but if there's anything I left out my apologies uh kind of a lot to go through but yeah thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you next time